Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hold on one second. Hold on. I'm checking I'm checking my credit score. Hold on one second. I've got this app. Oh, it wants to look at my face. Okay, okay, to verify. Ooh. Oh, hello there. That's a number. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, listen, I, I thought to check my credit score there because the story we're going to discuss here in a moment is uh, some fascinating news. According to FICO, the average U.S. FICO score now sits at 711. That is five points higher than the average score just a year ago. Why is that the case? What does it mean for you? How do we get to this point? And is it artificial? Is it possible that maybe the the stimulus payments that we all received got socked into paying down some debt? Uh, according to FICO, missed payments reported in the credit file are down. And as of July 2020, uh, just 7%. 0.3% of the population had a 90-plus day past due mispayment in the past six months. That's a lot of garbly gook, uh, but what it means is there is almost a full percentage point uh, down in terms of that type of debt, that type of credit card debt. Consumer debt levels are decreasing, and that's either uh, due to uh, to a drop in spending in the face of the economic uncertainty or simply due to having fewer opportunities for spending on discretionary items such as restaurants, retail, and travel. I'll tell you what, my own personal spending in all three of these categories, restaurants, retail, and especially travel, uh, has dropped significantly. Dropped significantly. I don't think I've been on an airplane the entire calendar year. I I have not not been uh, to an airport or on to an airplane in all of 2020. And... I don't know that before 2020, if I could tell you a year uh, where that wasn't the case. You know, my family, we're spread out all over the country, and uh, it requires air travel to get to them. I haven't seen them. I haven't been able to fly to them, and I've saved a little bit of money in the process uh, by doing so. Anyway, sorry for that tangent. We're talking about credit scores, and to help us understand exactly uh, why this might be the case, uh, and if there's anything we can do uh, to take advantage of it ourselves, uh, I've invited back to the program Shane Stewart, Certified Financial Planner with DMBA. Mr. Stewart, sir, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Do you do you deal much with uh, credit scores like this, and do you give advice based on where uh, individuals stand in terms of their credit score? And is it possible for uh, this uptick that's being reported here and there uh, to be, be something along the lines of artificial? Yeah, you know, I'm always interested in a credit score as a personal financial planner. That's something that's very important to the individual to make sure that their credit is good, make sure that they're in good standing and have a a score that's as high as possible. Uh, uh, This is interesting to me to see what's happening with the credit scores, that they're actually up. 
expected uh, been tracking since 2007 and looking at the numbers and about four years ago the average a national average peaked up over 700 uh, and then just kept going up until July of this year the last report at 711 as the average FICO score and which is fantastic but they're careful to say and I think we all need to be a little careful that that these FICO scores are a little bit of what they call a lagging indicator, meaning they happen later. Uh, the, it, it takes a while for you to not pay your bills to, for it to affect your, your FICO score. So what's been happening this year uh, could take a little longer to, to bring in. So I'm very interested in that. But you brought up a couple of things that I think are really pertinent to this conversation, and it's those that have been able to keep their jobs just haven't been spending as much and in, in turn probably not spending on credit as well. Is, the, is there any way, for, let's say I'm someone in this circumstance and my credit score is up, is there anything you'd advise to like take advantage of that? Or, as you mentioned, as it's a lagging indicator, should we just kind of maintain the status quo? Or should, are, are there opportunities yeah, yeah. Mostly we're in a little bit of a wait and see, meaning, you know, there are still a lot of folks in the travel industry and and those types of things, gig, jo- gig jobs and those kind of things who really have lost their jobs and they're, they're not in a good situation and they especially need to be very careful. The rest who, who do have a job and credit scores are up and that kind of thing, I, I wouldn't be too quick to make many moves other than there is one potential move. And we've talked about this before. It's actually... Uh, if you have debt, something like a mortgage that is on a higher rate, uh, you might look at that. Your credit scores, if your credit score is up there, good because of all of this and rates are down, you might look at refinancing. A good rule of thumb on refinancing something like your mortgage is have a rate that's at least 1% less than what you already have. But that's something folks could look into and take advantage of that kind of perfect storm of higher credit scores, and low interest rates. Yeah, there you go. Uh, how, are, how are lenders responding to this? I know much of the decision that is made when a lender decides, oh, I'm going to uh, lend this person some money, uh, much of that evaluation stems from a look at the credit score. Are, are, are lenders responding as they would normally, or is there some new kind of COVID lend through which they're looking at these numbers? Yeah, they're a little worried about that. There, there is an interesting article here uh, here recently about uh, uh, credit credit rating companies, and they they do still look at the FICO score, and that's a good indicator for them. What they're concerned about is that the uh, the stimulus package masks that a little bit. Yeah, uh, people who have lost their job, but they're doing okay with the stimulus package. That that tells us one thing: maybe the stimulus package is working, right? But it also concerns those those folks who do uh, look at credit because maybe these stimulus packages are masking the real story, uh, which is helpful in the short run, but to them in the long run might be a problem. So they're, they're a little more leery or looking a little further into things besides just credit score. And, and it may, you know, kind of as you described it, it may artificially check a box, right, that uh, may exactly. not be checked by that person's, you know, either employment or in- level of income, you know, outside of uh, gov- government assistance. Uh, and so you wonder if sure. there's just been kind of a, a reshuffling of the priorities in the evaluation. Uh, fascinating correct, stuff. Correct, correct. Uh, yeah, that's correct. You, you, we going to survive all this? How's Christmas going to look for people? Yeah, that's a great question. Christmas is a time where uh, spending is, for the economy anyway, is a necessity. And uh, I think as a personal financial planner, 
COVID or not, I always recommend be prudent. Don't spend too much on credit, that kind of thing. As an economist, I would say, well, spending is necessary. And so when it comes to, I'm contradicted, right? But when it comes to this year, I think we're going to see a bit of muted spending unless we see another stimulus package. And then that might help stimulate the economy. And of course, that's controversial whether that works or not to do a second. But uh, uh, that would stimulate at least the short-term spending. In, in the economy, especially around Christmas time. Very good. Uh, Shane Stewart, Certified Financial Planner with DMBA. Thank you so much for your time and expertise here. Great to talk to you. Thanks. Always. All right, uh, we're going to take a break here in a moment. And in the final segment of the program, I want to ask you uh, a question. Before we go to break, uh, shoot me a text message, will you? 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. And what I want to ask you is, have you have you increased your physical fitness? Have you, during the course of the coronavirus pandemic, have you become a more fit individual? Do you have new exercise gear at home? Have you picked up a new uh, hobby? Maybe it's yoga or jogging or Pilates or something. I'd like to hear from you. I'll share with you what this means for the economy next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.